Press Podcast. I'm here with uh, Bruce Boxlander from a favorite film of mine, as you know on the podcast, Tron and Tron Legacy. Um, you've done some other films. Bruce, how are you today at the con? Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Very, good. Good. Very yeah, good. You've been here with Legion M for two days, so... Yes, I am. Yeah, I have just... a friend of David Baxter who's the boss here. Oh, nice. And he asked... Uh, got a few friends, uh, John Millier as well. John Millier? Um, we'd come down and, you know, partake in his uh, little gathering here and sign some autographs. And things like that. Very cool. Uh, Bruce, um, is this your first convention back since uh, the... No. No, this is, I think, number three now. Oh, okay. Yeah. How's it been back and everything? Well, it looks like uh, there's a renewed energy. Uh, Second time I've done this one, I did this probably some 12, 13 years ago, and uh, it was not like this. It was dead. Yeah. We packed up in an hour and left. It was horrible. Yeah. And I think the promoters ran for it. I don't know what happened, but uh, this uh, is sizably different. Uh, yeah, no. So it's, it's actually the my first time at the L.A., this L.A. Comic Con. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty great area. We usually go. Nature's healing, as they say. Yeah, is, I uh, think people are just desperate to get out. Yeah, I would you know? say so. We're going to have to live with this virus whether we like it or not. Yeah. And it's probably here with us for quite a while. So. Yeah. So what are you... Can't um, stop living. Going right into it, um, I was reading the uh, making of Tron, and um, the book um, was talking about a lot of the costumes, and can you talk a little bit about just making that, um, how you felt, um, because it seemed like, um, uh, from some of the backstory, a lot of the, the talent, you were, they were, uh, just a little, like, uh, trying to, like, visualize the, the world, it wasn't, it was, you know, wasn't as, you know, there wasn't anything before that, how do you, how do you feel just acting in that? Well, acting is, I mean, I started in the theater, I was trained in a, uh, theatrical background, and trained for the stage. I did do that briefly in my younger years and then uh, got into television rather quickly and, and then sort of crept up. It doesn't matter the medium. If anything, uh, Tron was actually very theatrical in the making of it. We were on sound stages the whole picture, except for the live part where we right. shot up in Lawrence Livermore laboratories. But, um, you know, it was not unlike that. I was in a very strange costume. I was heavy face. We were all painted white and everything and, um, for the technical thing, but we, I wasn't aware of that no whatsoever, and I haven't changed much more than yeah. I wasn't computer savvy at all. I don't believe Jeff even was, and he was always into what the latest tech thing was going on. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It, uh, it, was a, it was a very bizarre experience. I was used to this world. I started in Westerns. Mm -hmm. I was doing this. And, um, you know, uh, I literally let, read the Tron script while I was shooting. I was playing young Wyatt Earp on an NBC TV movie, and I was out in the middle of Arizona, sitting on a horse, looking, reading the script in between shots. And uh, I suddenly, I'm uh, going, what the hell is this? Yeah. I, I just think um, acting is acting, and I just, uh, why I say I compare it to the theater, because there was a lot that we didn't see, and oftentimes in stage plays, you're on stage having to create for the audience yeah. an image. 
that what you're seeing, and we all play pretend in that way. Yeah. But it's the actor's interpretation that helps the audience visualize. Yeah. Understand? No. So we had to do that because of there's no green screen then, none of that stuff existed. You didn't. Um, we used to run old film in back of you and things like that, or, uh, or put you in that, but none of that type of thing. So we had a um, unusual experience, and we did have storyboards. Yeah, those must have helped, I would imagine. They did, a great deal. I know Cindy, well, what does it look like? You know, Stephen's trying to explain, he said, so they have these storyboards, so we can get a good idea. Yeah. She and I are running from the uh, recognizers, yeah. uh, Sarks guys. And we're going up this pipe and up and climbing and then running around. The... We had to know what the heck we were, because we were on black platforms. Yeah. Black velveteen material mm-hmm. that absorbed a lot of the light. Yeah. And because it was a heavily lit show. Mm-hmm. For those things, those, those uh, costumes, for this to work, it had to be heavily lit backlit everything there couldn't be a shadow okay i didn't tend to understand the process but one night when bruce logan threw the switch we had a wall of light that probably went up to this ceiling and probably mostly half of the room and burbank california had a little power surge oh yeah did it um... a brown out for like momentarily it went whoa yeah like that we had so much light on us that I thought my my corneas were going to burn. Yeah, Con caused a citywide panic in Burbank. <laughs> well, they needed to wake it up a little bit anyway. Yeah, so, I guess. Anyway. What about the practical locations? Um, I believe that you guys filmed in this, um, it was like a tech facility. Like, um, Well, it was probably the most top secret. Yeah, it was like a top secret. Oh, were it you was. there for that? It or? was. It was a nuclear laboratory. Yeah. How was that like? It's in Lawrence, seems... Livermore, California. Yeah. Made the atom bomb. Uh, and all kinds of things that we had to have. Of course, it was Walt Disney. Yeah. It couldn't be more American than Walt Disney. So we all had to, you know, everybody was under FBI check, check, things like that. And we worked in on extremely top secret, only Disney was allowed in there, facility. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, uh, yeah, that's what we had. And, and uh, you know, we had to wear booties. Because there was radiation, so when we went into a new room, you had to have gloves and stuff. And so I often wonder, because us actors were on camera, we didn't have those things on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but they were great, and um, it was the height of the Cold War, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Some guy said, there's Russian agents out there sitting in cars. They'll pay you money for any kind of information what's going on in there, because most of it was underground, yeah. up in Livermore. And uh, kind of like, exciting, you know. Yeah, it was, it was of, like a James Bond movie. It truly was, you know. Yeah. And here we are. Remember Jeff and going across the room, doing sort of like walk like an Egyptian across the yeah. room. We're clowning around in there, and I'm sure these people are looking at us going, what the heck is this? Yeah. I can imagine, and just wrapping up, wrapping up here, how has it been revisiting uh, the character of Tron and Alan um, in both uh, Legacy and then uh, Uprising, which I thought was a really well-made Excellent. show. Was well good. done. Very, very well done. Uh, the, uh, the artwork was I thought, so stylized and so wonderful and how they captured something about us. It was Elijah Wood and me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Elijah was a very well done. A wonderful actor. Probably the best child actor in the last yeah. 15 years. So, I mean, um, but anyway, uh, 
No, it was it was great. And when I was asked to do Legacy, I was very excited because it had been rumored that it was actually going to happen. I mean, you got to understand for a good part of 30 years or more before that, there was a rumor every other year about, oh, they're going to they do it. I was constantly asked, are they going to do another movie? I said, it's way above my pay yeah. grade to have that information. And I'd be lucky to be asked back. And I was very fortunate. And uh, Sean Bailey and Joe Kaczynski called me on the phone and said, uh, I would really love to have you in, in play Alan. Um, Bradley and I said there's no Tron and he said well Tron's going to be in a little different this time of course he's Rinsler in this so it kind of hinted that in a future thing he would be coming back you know you need a story arc you need some kind of arc yeah so uh, I was thrilled with it and yeah. it was great to, to see it how you know where are these characters 28 30 years later how the game grid had changed somewhat, but it still was recognizable. With the recognizable. And the, uh, you know, the, the cycles and everything was like that old 59 right there. Yeah, it's a good a car, isn't it? Yeah. We still drive a car the same way we drove that, only we're updated and modernized with it. So the, the light cycles had that feeling too, you know. Exactly. And it was still that recognizable grid and how it had changed the darker place because of the yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. So it um I loved what they did with it. And it yeah. was very exciting the secrecy we had to do. Mm -hmm. You know, different no. world. We could talk about it in nineteen eighty one, we could talk all we wanted about it. Yeah. Now we're li under the you know, uh, eye of the tower there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah, no, it must have been fun and there were no Comic Cons. Right. And when that leaked footage happened intentionally mm -hmm. in Hall H in front of a thousand fans, all, and you could just hear it, I was told the project was greenlit on the reaction they heard in Hall H, watching it in real time. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me, boy, wearing this thing. No, 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 sorry. Um, watching it in real time, and they suddenly remember Jeff, they had shot some footage of a chase scene, a light cycle scene with. You know, here he is in his beard and everything. Yeah, with Clue. And with Clue. And, um, I did it. You hear it. It's Tron. It's Tron. Oh, my God, it's Tron. Because they didn't announce anything. It was all just those previews. I was excited. I actually was watching it. Yeah. No, it must have been a incredible experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, I'm... But yeah. we had a wonderful cast in that. Mm-hmm. Sheen, you name it. I mean, all, all of them that were in there. Yeah, great ten, actors. Tenth anniversary. And I think it took a beating. Frankly, between me and you uh, and everybody here, it took a bad beating, and I don't understand why. And I, I was hired. I think we started in April of that year shooting, and in November, private, the previous November, I was hired to screen test at least 12 or 15 young men to play Sam Flynn and Cora. And um, and then we shot it over at Disney, and uh, we uh, I remember the night that um, we narrowed it down. And I'll tell you what, I, I'm not going to go through all the names, but it was just about every young actor yeah. who's currently happening. I got the thrill to do that scene, this this scene with. Mm -hmm. when it, was a it was a little bit, but essentially the same scene, yeah. the Sam and Alan scene in the beginning, and. Um, my God, I, Garrett had unlocked it. First of all, you had to be, you know, Jeff's a big guy. 
right. I mean, that's right. Oh, that's all right. Jeff's a big guy, physical, done action movies. We needed a guy that conceivably looked like his son. Mm -hmm. And Garrett came in there, kind of a rangy, the kid from, I think, South Dakota originally, farm kid, and yeah. kind of rangy looking. And, <laughs> very interesting, and he um, um, he nailed it. I actually worked with um, Casey Affleck, wanted to be in this so bad, he auditioned for it huh. on a Saturday because he was shooting some other big features. Yeah. So we came in and we worked that, did that, but he was already 34. Just a tad old. He wasn't a physical guy. Look at the physicality. Garrett had to do in the opening five, ten minutes of that. Jump off a building. The tallest building in Vancouver, by the way, the uh, Shangri-La Hotel, yeah. which is the Encom building. And um, yeah, so he uh, he he got the part, and I and with Flora Olivia Wild. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we didn't have any talent, so we used the scene from Blade Runner where he's telling her, those aren't your memories. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. that... I got to do Blade Runner, my <laughs> God. And, Secret uh, casting. <laughs> and uh, I got to be Harry Ford there, Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. And um, that was great. Um, and we knew it. I sat next to Steven Lisberger, who we called Yoda by then. Uh, he all bushy-haired and everything. Yeah. And of course, he was such the advisor on it. You know, yeah. Joe Kaczynski leaned heavily. Uh, him, but um, we were sitting there watching them do the scene where uh, uh, Flynn has gone up to the head of the uh, solar sailor, and they're in the back of it, we're talking. And uh, we looked at each other and went, that's it, that's it, You can just tell they clicked. And uh, I love Olivia, that look yeah. that she had is Quora, mm -hmm. and she was uh, just uh, intense. And, just wonderful. So, yeah, of like I said, we had a wonderful cast, and I, I resent that people thought it was lame or it was this, and it wasn't. The, no, of course it wasn't the original. We couldn't do the original. Oh, yeah. And I wanted them to do the next chapter in this story. Yeah. I think we had a great trilogy there. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and it perhaps still could happen. So yeah. You know, I, I don't want to naysay it, but I've been. My heart's been broken a few times. Yeah. We'll take... <laughs> but yeah. what can you do? Yeah. Take a word for a buck. Time is what it is. Yeah. We on the podcast love that film, and yeah, we... Uh, 10th anniversary last year did a retrospective on it, so... Yeah, it's... Um, I think it's a classic. And Nothing looks like it. Exactly, I mean, yeah. this world of the inside of video game, that sort of Alice through the looking glass, um, Alice in Wonderland, there's nothing Sid Mead... And Circus Steven, it just created a, a look that uh, I don't think has been uh, done by anybody else. No, I don't think so either. God bless you. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, well, anyway. thanks. Yeah, thank you, thank you for joining with us. Um, you bet. Where can, uh, do you have any social media people could follow you? Pardon me? Oh, do you have any social media? I'm on everything. Box Lightner Bruce uh, and our Bruce Box Lightner uh, fan page. I've got, oh my God, all. Yeah. Go on uh, Facebook. Okay. And uh, and Instagram. Cool. And so I'm on, cover all the, all the platforms. Gotcha. Well, thank Alrighty. you. Yeah, thank you for joining us, Bruce, and have a good fun. Thank you. Thank you very much.